Welcome to the First Fight Podcast, Episode 7. I have my friend and UFC fighter, Caitlin Chukagian. She's currently ranked number 3 in the UFC and has a fight coming up in Toronto, the 8th, with Jessica I. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Now, Caitlin's a lifelong martial artist, so she's kind of a special case because she's had a ton of different types of fights, but... She's going to introduce herself, tell you a little bit about her history in fighting, and get into her story. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, I started martial arts when I was four. Uh, my older brother did karate, and when he was, he's four years older than me. So when he would be training, I was always in the lobby with all like the other little brothers and sisters and I, that's kind of just how I got into it I was like he did it I want to do whatever he does like I want to do that although like the younger siblings kind of joined when they got older too so I joined karate when I was four and you know I just that was my thing I just became like obsessed with it I always did it all my friends were from there um, you know, weekends we would go to karate tournaments. It was more so my older brother was doing it and then mm -hmm. I was doing it as well. Um, so from there, I, you know, I, as a kid, I'd done every other sport, you know, so softball, uh, soccer, field hockey, but my main thing was always martial arts. Uh, I kind of always excelled at it from, from the beginning, you know, whenever we had a class, I was always kind of you know, the best there, you know, or mm -hmm. at the top of every tournament, you know, I just had a lot of success there. And um, that kind of drove me, I kind of feed, like fed off of that. I was like, I like the attention of like being the best in the class. Mm -hmm. uh, that was like, you know, my goal every time. And that just kind of motivated me and kept my interest more. Uh, where the place where I was, so I had started at um, a Tiger Showman's when I was four and it was mainly karate, and as I got older and kept training, the format of the, the schools were changing into MMA without us even knowing it. You know, we would have like all the traditional kata and kumite classes, board breaking, and then we'd have like a grappling class where it was very basic nogi submissions, stuff like that. And we would do like full contact kickboxing. Um, so at my, at that time I thought I was doing karate, but I didn't even realize I was doing some sort of early stage of MMA Yeah. without putting it all together. We had grappling classes. And then as I got older, I was, you know, I was in high school then. And I started, um, you know, competitively like training, kickboxing and then grappling. Uh, I didn't really know about MMA. Some of like the adult instructors had competed in some small like MMA fights, mm -hmm but I didn't really know that that was an option. It was more like kickboxing and boxing, or you do, a, you know, like a Naga or a grappling tournament. Um, I just always fell in love with it. When it came time to like graduate high school, you know, I was teaching like kids classes and private lessons at a Tiger Showman's that I was training at and training every night. I was like obsessed with it and I was like, you know, I don't want to go to college. I just want to work at a school and just teach and train. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, there's no point in me going to college. But my parents were like, listen, you can go to college. It's a good experience, good backup. Just in case you change your mind, you can always do this after. So I did that. And, you know, I still stay. I went to college uh, in New Jersey. And that's where I was training. Um, 
at Tiger Showman's. They had their head, like their main headquarters was there, so that's why I picked that college because it was close to it and I could train. Um, and then I started realizing, like you know, uh, MMA was something that I was more interested in rather than just kickboxing and grappling separate. And um, and when I noticed that that was something I wanted to do, I started like thinking, what do you know? What's the best training? I want to do that. I, some of the people I was training with were getting amateur MMA fights. I'm like, all right, I want to do that. And um, you know, that's when I kind of realized that the training that I was getting wasn't perfect for me individually it might have been good for some of the other people there but there wasn't enough girls there um you know i need needed that transition between the striking and the ground and everything on the ground so um that's when i had left and started training jujitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu and i wanted to change gyms just to find a better match and i didn't know where to go so in the meantime my friend was like oh i trained jujitsu like with the gi on and i had never done that like well I don't want to do that because I want to do MMA but I'll train there for a month until I figure out what gym I want to go to so I started doing that and it was a Henzo Gracie affiliate in Newark and I just basically was like wow I thought I knew some grappling but I don't know anything (laughs) like my jiu-jitsu was terrible so I just trained jiu-jitsu for twice a day for like a whole year and mostly in the gi I started competing a lot and then from there I kind of met everyone with the whole Henzo Gracie affiliate and Ricardo Almeida and everything and kind of got involved with MMA and bringing it all together. So what um, brought about your first MMA fight? All right, so my first fight, um, I had went into one of the affiliates and um, Jamal Patterson was there and he was like, oh, you know, you want to do MMA? I'm like, yeah, I want to do MMA. And then he saw me sparring. He's like, all right, well, why don't you just... You were prepared. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> More so than most people. Yeah, he's like, so what are you waiting for? I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. He's like, yeah, you're ready. You can do it. I was like, oh, like, uh, okay, I guess so. And then I had, like, signed up for my first fight, and it was like, all right, you're in camp. And I was like, wait, what? It's like my whole life I wanted that, but then when it, I don't know, it was like, I felt like, wait, am I ready for this? Even you though I wanted it. Like, ready, yeah. I wanted it my whole life, and I, that's all. I, and then I was like, "Wait, so that's it? It's just that easy? Just get a fight?" <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I had been training like my whole life. So, how old were you, were you when you had your first MMA fight? Uh, I think I was like twenty three. Okay. Yeah, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it was 22, 23. It was, uh, right. I remember my fight was, um, I had graduated college and I was like, all right, if I want to train full time, I can't get like a regular job, you know, cause everyone at all the training was during the day, you know? So I was like, you know, what? I'll just bartend so I can work on the weekends and then I'll work weekends, work nights, and then I'll have all day to train. And, uh, I was like, just graduated college maybe I should get like a real job I don't know and I was like you know what I'm gonna do the MMA thing and then by the time I'm 25 if I'm pro or like just about there then I'll stick with it if not then I'll just do it for fun and I'll and I'll get like a real job so luckily it worked out because at 25 I became pro so I was like all right good everything worked out (laughs) yeah but my first fight was um in Pennsylvania, it was like in some small high school gym. Uh, I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this, you know. And I had done a lot of like kickboxing and boxing fights. So what, and 
karate competitions my whole life. So I was like, you know, it seems like it should be an easy transition. Oh, you've been doing like, you know, combat, combat sports like your whole life and competing. It's not that big of a deal. But I was like, yeah, but I wear a headgear. Um, we wear big gloves. Like, I didn't know, even when we train MMA, we don't wear like the same, those small gloves and you yeah. wear a headgear. And I was like, what's going to happen when I get hit with these little gloves? Like I was kind of nervous. I was like, am I going to get hit one time and just be like, wait, I don't want to do this. Like, and just crumble. Like that hurts. Like I, I had never been punched like with those little it gloves and no headgear. A rude awakening. I was like, <laughs> what is my reaction going to be when I get hit? Yeah. And like, that was like the biggest fear. I was just like, can they do ground and pound in Pennsylvania? No, you could once you went to the ground, you couldn't. You could only punch to the body, okay. and you wore shin guards. Oh, okay. But a fight starts standing, and I was just picturing like some like, and of course the girl I was fighting, there was like no footage on her. She had like maybe like four fights, but like when you have no fights, four fights is like oh my god, god. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, she's gonna just come out swinging, and what am I gonna do? But um. I mean, luckily I had been around a lot of people that trained and fought. So I kind of like knew how to prepare for it. And I was like lucky enough to be around like, you know, professionals. So I wasn't just like training in the garage and going into it. Like a lot of people their first You were very prepared. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like it's scarier being prepared because you'd like when you didn't know anything you yeah. just didn't care you didn't realize like how yeah. dangerous it was and yeah the, the more I knew the scarier it got sometimes yeah well I think about like even just like stupid stuff I used to do when I was younger and now I'm like oh my god that's not safe uh, you just <laughs> you don't know the consequences you don't know until you get hit and you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah that hurts I don't want to keep doing it yeah and then um so my fight was on a Friday night, and the Sunday before was Hurricane Sandy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I was in New Jersey at the time, and they were like, yeah, the storm's coming. And I'm always like, whatever. It's not that, that big of a deal. And my mom's like, make sure you gas up, get groceries. I'm like, well, whatever. I'm cutting weight anyway. I can't really eat, so this will be fine, you know? Yeah. Who cares? And then, like, when it happened, there was, like, it was insane. Like, you couldn't drive on the street for three days. And I was like, oh, my God, is my fight going to be on? Like, my fight was in Philly, and Philly was hit just as bad, if not worse. Like, no one had power for, like, days. So, like, I had to, like, go on during the fight week being like, am I fighting or am I not? Am I going to be able to get to the arena? Even if, you know, because my parents live in Pennsylvania, and they had no power. They own a restaurant and a bar and they had that shopping center had power they were like slammed because no one had power they were yeah. just going there and I was like oh my god I was like so I had to go the whole week being like am I fighting or am I not like that's the you hardest know, part yeah it was just kind of threw with a wrench in it and I couldn't get to the gym I was like staying at my friend's house because that night I stayed there and there was like a couple people there we were all staying there and they're all like oh this is fun you know they're all like drinking and I'm like um, I'm having my first fight in, like, yeah. four days. I'm, like, hitting mitts in, like, a cold, like, living room, <laughs> trying to, like, cut weight. I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be so pissed if I'm doing all this. But I could just be, like, relaxing and eating and stuff. I'm like, if I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait until then. And, like, it was funny. Like, they, I ended up having the fight. But, like, at the time of the fight, the place I was staying at, still, I still didn't have power. 
you know? So we were, like, going to places to charge our phones. So it was just, like, that extra, like, it was just, like, that extra stress, you know, yeah. in the first fight. Uh, but it was almost, now I can think about it, it was almost better because it distracted me, you mm-hmm. know? Because I was thinking about that. And, like, the first fight, it didn't go smoothly. So, like, well, the next one will be a lot easier, like, yeah. when everything's going smoothly. Like, the day before. Two days before, I had to, like, cut weight, so I ended up going to um, going to my parents in Pennsylvania because, like, the gym near there was, like, open. So I had to go there and just stay there. Like, our, like we stayed at my apocalypse. grandparents. <laughs> yeah. We stayed at my grandparents' house, and then I could go to the gym there to cut weight. It was crazy. A lot. There was, like, a couple of my friends from New Jersey and New York that had bought tickets, and then they couldn't go to the fight. They're like, I don't have gas, so we can't even get there. And I'm like... It's okay. I'm surprised they had it. Yeah. I was almost like positive they weren't going to have it and they ended up, they ended up having it. So yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy, uh, leading up to it. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was like leading up to it. So then by the, with all that craziness, by the time the fight actually came, I was like, oh, well this is easy. I was like, this will this will be easy. Now all that drama's over with. Now I can just just fight and get it over with. So uh, were you really nervous? Yeah, I was. I was really nervous just because I didn't know what to more because I like I didn't know what to expect. You know, my first fight, the girl like, you know, looked a lot scarier than me. She like had tattoos all over, like just looked mean, and I was like, oh, I'm like. I was there in, like, my leopard leggings and stuff. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I should have, like, looked a little tougher, you know. I had, was, had my matching outfit, and I was, like, you know, my nails painted to match my outfit and everything. But, um, so, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely excited. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, when I went into the, then when I went into the fight, uh, you know, like warming up and stuff. I was like, okay, this is kind of like my boxing and kickboxing fights, I guess. But like when I fought boxing and kickboxing, I didn't really care so much because that wasn't like, I was just doing it for fun. But like when it came to MMA, I was like, I feel like this is more serious. Like I feel like I, like I can't lose, you know, like if I lost in like a boxing or kickboxing fight, I was like, oh, okay, go to the gym and I'll get another one. It was just something fun to do. But like, there were like a competition. Yeah. This felt like more serious, you know, and I just, without even really knowing like, oh, this is what I want to do for my career. Mm -hmm. I think like subconsciously I knew that, but you know, I put that pressure on me before I even knew it. I just like, there was some type of sense of like, okay, this will, this is going to kind of tell, like, what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I didn't think I realized that at the time, but I felt like people around me kind of knew that this was more serious than, like, a boxing fight for me or a kickboxing or grappling competition. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it just, it just felt more serious. Um, and I also felt that because I had been training for a long time, there was a little bit more pressure on me because it was like I felt like people were like, oh, well, of course you're going to – you know, you've been training for so long, of course you're going to win. And I was kind of like, well, I've never actually done this. Like, I know I've been training, but not, I haven't done this before. So I did feel like there was a little bit of extra pressure with that where 
I was kind of expected to do it and do it like easily. Well, that's what kind of the bad part that comes along with doing it your whole life. Yeah. Like people have higher expectations of you. But MMA, it just has a different element. Even like my first fight was kickboxing, but you don't have that fear. Like I'm gonna, I could be on my back getting punched in the face mm-hmm. at one point in time. Yeah. Like it adds a little extra level of this is like a real fight. I feel like in like kickboxing, it's like if things go wrong for a second, you can at least just like just run towards them and try to like clinch them and hug them and at least get a second where they referee breaks you and then you're like, okay, now you I can, can reset. control it. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit safer. So, um, what was the outcome of your? I won decision, like unanimous decision. And when you were done, were you like, this is for me? Yeah, I definitely was. I was like, okay, this isn't, I was so scared. Like I put so much pressure on myself for that first fight being like, what's it going to be like when I get hit? The first hit, what's it going to be like? That's going to determine if I can do this or not, you know? And then my funny way you fix it. Yeah, like that was like the biggest fear of mine. And then I'm like, once I got hit once, I was like, oh, that's nothing. All right, now we can start everything else, you know? Now I know I can do this. Now I just got to get like perfect everything else. (laughs) But that was like, it's crazy. That's such a big fear of mine. The first time I got hit, I just walked right into it. Because I was like, kickboxing stance. I'm like, okay. And instantly, like, clinched up, which is not even like me. But uh-huh. It was, like, second nature. I'm like, yeah. fuck this. I don't like it. I'm yeah. going to do it. I mean, I still don't like getting hit, but I don't think anyone really ever does. No. No, definitely not. But, I mean, it's, to... with little gloves, it's just, like, the margin of error is a lot smaller, you Very. know? Like, I feel like you get hit harder with big gloves, but little gloves, it's, like, get cut easy yeah kind of hurts more yeah yeah i I definitely don't enjoy it although i don't i never got really beat up i always just get one little mouse every fight yeah or my lip would split or something one little yeah injury nothing major though luckily yeah one of my fights i got i've gotten caught in like my last amateur fight i got caught like a little bit that's scary because I didn't even like feel it. Yeah. When I got cut. I was like, that's scary. You can get cut really bad. And it's elbow. like, just like, yeah, we, I think, I don't even remember. We were clinched up and we were clinched up, like kind of both throwing like, you know, shitty knees to each other's stomach and like blood dripped. I'm like, Ooh, I made her bleed. And then I dripped again. I'm like, no, that's me. <laughs> I think it was just like we, when we went to clinch in, we might've like headbutted each other or something. I don't even know how it happened. That's how like easy it is. To yeah. Get cut. And then I was nervous. I was like, now it's going to, I got like, four stitches I thought it was like so cool Um, (laughs) and I was like but then I was nervous I'm like some people get cut and then every fight it opens up but luckily that's been like yeah you don't well you don't have that style either yeah which is kind of something I wanted to talk about with you because you're a very technical fighter and I understand your perspective that I feel like a lot of people um they judge up they criticize people that don't get hit and use footwork, you know? Mm -hmm. I know you've been criticized in the past about running too much or moving Mm -hmm. backwards too much. Um, How do you feel about that? Like, Um, that lack of knowledge, I really feel. Yeah, it used to bother me a lot. Like, um, I used to, once I became pro and stuff, I felt like, you know, after fights, I was like, wow, I felt really good. I felt like timing my speed I had really good footwork like I would go in the back and like my coaches would be like oh like 
your footwork was really good, your boxing looked so good, everything looked really technical, and, and like some of my training partners would say that. And then I like, you know, as I got, you know, more fights and stuff, I would hear like, you know, on social media criticism like, oh, she's boring. I was like, wait, boring? Like, I never thought I was like a boring I fighter. Boring. And then like, all she does is run, you know, I've gotten like, You're, this isn't a, you know, this isn't a track meet, this is a fight. And I'm like, wait, I never like, I did that, the thought of that like never even crossed my mind. And then I would start seeing those comments all the time. And at first, like, you know, I wasn't used to seeing that stuff. It definitely bothered me. Cause I was like, you know, especially now, like in the UFC, you hear all this criticism of like boring fighters and they don't get like, you know, you could win a bunch of fights, but if it's boring, you know, someone that wins with, like, a less, like, you know, a record that's not as good, they win with, like, a crazy knockout, they're definitely yeah. going to get more attention, and it sucks, because it's, like, that's not my style, my style is technical, and I work really hard to be technical, and then for that to get kind of shitted on well, sucks. isn't the point to not get hit? You know, it's, like, fans, a lot of people just want to see the well, they, they want to mm-hmm. see those two guys that just go toe-to-toe and both move forward and yeah. use their faces as, like, exactly the like, defense. The people <laughs> you know? that, like, really know fighting will appreciate that, and they understand that that's footwork and, like, you moving. And, like, you know, they'll think, I'm just running away. And I'm like, well, like, if you look at most of my fights, I usually have, like, not, no marks on my face, mm-hmm. and my opponent is usually, like, has a lot of marks on their face. So, obviously, I'm hitting... And obviously, I'm not just running away. Like, I'm hitting them and picking them apart. Yeah, they're usually... I know you're criticizing your last fight, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I thought, you definitely won that fight. But if you even just looked at her, she was, like, beat up. Yeah, her coaches were like, oh, she just gets bruised easily. I was like... I was like, uh, well... That was really disappointing because he's a very well-known striking coach. And he... And he, um, he's very technical and he's super snobby about striking. And you think that he would appreciate the fact that you totally outstruck yeah. his fighter. Like, yeah, I think because he is snobby about striking, he had a hard time dealing with his fighter getting like outstriked. Yeah, yeah. I I thought for sure. He, you won that fight. I thought they got it right. I didn't know what the judges would do because I know how they judge sometimes. Mm-hmm. They like she definitely was moving forward more and getting controlling hit. the cage more, but she was or the ring more, but she was walking into punches every time. Yeah. So if it works, why would you stop? I yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I like to judge off effectiveness. Yeah. Not just who's like a bigger bully. Yeah. That really. It's like if you're running off. forward but getting hit the whole time. What, What's the point? Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to be the best person at taking punches. Yeah. To be honest. So I thought you got it right. I thought his criticism was bullshit. And yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you fight your next fight. I definitely do not think you're a boring fighter. I understand what some people think is yeah. boring. But you have so many different tools. And I sparred you before. So I have a very real fear of some of those tools <laughs> like you don't just grapple you don't just do you can do everything I think now especially you've really developed your wrestling too as well yeah but you have that like little time bomb that goes off sometimes that is really exciting yeah you know, like with Liz Carmouche that was out of nowhere and it was awesome yeah so I think you're 
gonna show more of that too. I think this is gonna be a really good fight against Jessica I, and I'm looking forward to seeing you get another win. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> I just wish it was like tomorrow. I know. <laughs> now it's like the long week of waiting for it to come. And it's what is it on? Um, UFC 231. Is it going to be on Fox? Or uh, no? FS1. FS1? Okay. Yeah, mine. Well, I'll be on the prelims on FS1. Okay. So you can watch Caitlin on FS1 on the 8th in Toronto fighting Jessica I. So this is a big fight. There's a lot going on in the division. I think it'll just further solidify your spot. Yes. Up top. So thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you.